And I remember being in a queue to a club and literally just like wanting to cry. I was like, I am so homesick. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in a club in in the middle of Sheffield with these (laughs) random people who I do not know. (laughs) Who are you all? (laughs) Let me out. I was like, I just want to be in bed. What have I done? And oh my gosh, that I mean, it's quite funny now because obviously then within two weeks you know you're going back to that same club and you're like oh I love this yeah this is so much fun yeah um but yeah just I mean it was a silly idea anyway to not even I hadn't even yeah. thought about it I was like what people are gonna drink here yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> at university yeah. people go all out yeah I'm barely yeah. just turned 18 yeah, yeah. to the conversation for her by her This episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Hello everyone and welcome to the Conversation Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm Bee and I am joined by only two lovely women today. Um, We were also supposed to have lovely Mona, our favourite Mona here today, but she has lost her voice, so obviously she wouldn't be much good uh, on a podcast. But we miss (laughs) you, we love you and we hope that you feel better soon. Um, So yeah, I'm Bee and introduce yourselves ladies. Hello, I'm Anisha. And I'm Jenny. Woo woo. Um, Today we are talking about a very exciting topic. Uh, We're talking about university and um, all of the fun stuff that can come with it or some of the bad stuff that can come with it. And basically just sharing our own experiences and tips for if you're just starting out or if you've been there for six years and you're still struggling with certain things. Whatever, it's no shame. Um, So I want to start off very quickly by just whipping around and letting you guys say... Uh, where you studied, what you studied, and the one thing that you think somebody should not forget to pack for university, or the one thing that maybe you forgot to pack that you wish you hadn't forgotten. Um, so I'll, I'll go first. I'm, I studied philosophy at the University of Sheffield um, up north, and I think the one thing that you should not forget is um, photos of friends or family from home because that first night even the first night for the first week can be really difficult and sometimes just having something that reminds you of home uh, if it's a photo or if it's a little kind of thing that you have in your room that you want to bring or a pillow whatever it is just one thing that will remind you of home because that can make that first night just a little bit better um Cool. So I went to um, the University of Exeter, but I actually went to the Cornwall campus, which a lot of people don't know about. It's like three hours away from the main campus um, in the middle of Cornwall. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I studied English literature. um, And I say the one thing to pack would be speakers, just because I feel like that happens all everything every time you're going to go out. It's like, oh, crap, has someone got speakers? Mm. So I think being the one who has speakers is a... You can make friends. Can, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's gonna, no, you have to invite me you to your set, party. You set the vibe and the tone for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, so I went to Middlesex University here in London and I studied fine arts. And, okay, so my not to forget is really stupid. Um, <laughs> don't forget your utensils, like knife and fork. I get funny. I don't like sharing my thoughts. I don't know. Even I do it to this day at work. Take your own nice and thoughts, mate. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. Sometimes I had to like keep mine in my room. I was like, get stop, stop yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm using my things. Mm-hmm. No, you've got to bring your own. It's not that difficult. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... What did you guys think 
I think before you go to university, like people have an image of what is gonna what it's gonna be like, and obviously there's portrayals of it in media, and you maybe hear stories from older siblings or people that you know. Um, what did you think university was gonna be like before you went, and did it live up to that expectation? I thought it was gonna be one big grandiose sort of thing. Like <laughs> you walk in, you're like, oh, this is it. Like you, you literally, it's like something that you idolize. Like, I just thought it was going back. It's huge palace. Don't know why. Don't like. Don't get that twisted. Um. Yeah. I just always thought it was gonna be like parties all the time. And you don't hardly do any work. Blah blah. Mm. Um. There's like there is that aspect, but you just you can't you idolize it. Like you just idolize it, but it's not what it really turns out to be, reality wise. <laughs> not just one big party no yeah I completely agree um I think I envisioned myself being a completely new person as soon as I did university and suddenly I was an adult um and again like partying all the time going out having fun like doing really well academically even without working too hard (laughs) which is definitely not the case I learned that the hard way um but I think yeah the experience is a lot different to that um and quite interesting because my uni wasn't as I'd say it was because it was quite a small town that was also just quite a different experience to I think a lot of mm. other people's university experiences mm. um, where it, there wasn't as much like clubbing or going out as much as much as I would have liked to because um, at the time when you're 18 that's kind of all I wanted to do, all I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, it's quite different in that way. Yeah. And so you were you were three hours away from the main campus. Yeah. So did you have to like did you have lectures and stuff in Did you have ever have to go to that other campus? No, or? no, I didn't visit it once in those three years. We had our own um, we had our own campus, our own lecturers. Um, so and it was quite a small uni. I said there's about probably a like couple couple thousand people. Mm. Um, in total, and um, yeah, I think so, I'd say it's quite isolated. And I think coming from London, um, and it's it, my friends are baffled by this now because they're like, "You are such a city person at the moment. You are such a city person at heart." So it's weird that they find it weird the fact that I decided to go to like this uni in the middle of the country. They're like, "Because I was like, oh, it'd be like a different experience. It'd be quite cool." But obviously mm. now I realise maybe it wasn't for me. But at eighteen years old, I didn't know who I was yet. I didn't know mm. like what. I, wanted yeah it's quite young I just thought oh I might as well go for it um and then when like, I it was definitely made some good friends I had some good experiences but I definitely say it wasn't um it wasn't what I envisioned it to be mm. um and it was uh, maybe it's quite hard to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't in a city anymore and the diversity and the lifestyle and all of that stuff is very different yeah I think it's definitely a case when you're 18 you kind of feel like oh you want something different or you want a change or you're like I'm gonna like reinvent myself Mm -hmm. I think I definitely when I was like choosing unis to go to I definitely wanted at one point I was going to go to St Andrews which if you know it is not yes. is past Edinburgh. It's, oh, wow. it's they a really don't good even, uni. They don't even have a train station. You have to go to a different train station, then get a bus to the actual village. It's like three streets. <laughs> now when I think about that, that would have been way too much. I think I <laughs> would not have coped. But even Sheffield is tiny. Um, and actually, I think I suited it quite well. But because I knew I was always probably going to come back to London and I probably was going to end up in London for most, if not the, all of the rest of my life. Mm. Um, I did want to have that slightly different experience, yeah. but I guess maybe Sheffield it is still a town, it's still a city. Um, and, I mean, you speak about isolation a little bit and I know people can feel that sometimes in their first week or even in the first month, first year. Mm. Um, how did you find that first week, the, the freshers week, as it were? Like, 
making friends? Was it all quite overwhelming or did you take it in your stead quite quickly? Um, exciting and overwhelming because it's like it's like a whole bunch of new people all coming at you and you're like, oh, yeah. Because like with, with our university, Middlesex, we had like the Facebook group page and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to this uni, I'm going to study in like this um, course. And like, let's all meet up when we get to the, like, when we get to the halls. And like, yeah, 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 of course. So it was like the first night, like, shit, I've got to meet all these people I've been <laughs> talking to on the group. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and you're trying to recognize the face and you're like, oh, that's you. You start running like, oh, hey. And then, um, yeah, it's a bit, it's overwhelming, but it's exciting. Um, I think in the first week, I didn't really feel isolated. It was just me getting to know people. I just kind of took it in my stride. And I was like, not missing home yet. Not missing home yet. And making new friends. Like, yeah. Mm. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I think I probably had a, a different experience. I think I probably did feel quite isolated in my first week. Um, I think for the reasons I said before, it's quite just quite a different place to go to. And, mm. um, different vibe, different kinds of people. Um, so I think... And I think looking back, um, I think it takes patience to get used to a place. Like if you might not immediately feel like you fit in or like you belong there, but sometimes it's just like giving it a bit of time um, is what kind of worked for me. And like not, I'd say like not trying to force, trying to force like anything, just just Mm. letting yourself like slowly become accustomed to it. I think that really helped me. when I was feeling a bit isolated, for example. Mm. I just literally, the, I have such vivid memories of the first night when I was there. And I thought I was totally fine unpacking. And when my parents went, I was like, oh, this is fine, this is fine. And then it got to kind of, I'd met my flatmates online, um, but you, you don't really get much of a vibe from them from online. Um, and then we had mm. a whole party with everyone who was on the corridor. Um, and I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it and I hadn't, brought any alcohol or anything so I hadn't prepared at all um I met one of the friends who ended up being a friend through the whole of university who like lent me one of her cans and was like oh you can have this but then uh, we went out clubbing and obviously I was completely sober I was in a city that I didn't know and I remember being in a queue to a club and literally just like wanting to cry I was like I am so homesick I don't want to be here I don't want to be in a club in, sh- in the middle of Sheffield with these pe- <laughs> random people who I do not know. <laughs> who are you all? <laughs> Let me out. I was like, I just want to be in bed. What have I done? And oh my gosh, that mo- I mean, it's quite funny now because yeah. obviously then within two weeks, you know, you're going back to that same club and you're like, oh, I love this. Yeah. This is so much fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, it was a silly idea anyway to not even, I hadn't even yeah. thought about it. I was like, what, people are going to drink here? Yeah. <laughs> what? At university? Yeah. People go all out. Yeah. I'm barely just turned 18. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I forgot this is legal. Um, yeah, I definitely felt so young and like, I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like so naive as an 18 year old. Literally. And I'm quite young for my year anyway. So I'd literally turned 18 um, two months before going oh, wow. so I had barely had any experience right. even of drinking and going More to like clubs so I was kind of like oh, I'm so scared I yeah. don't want to go to a club with these random people <laughs> we're just oh. children yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> we should all be in bed now where are the adults <laughs> um, but did you I mean uh, do you guys feel like you are quite good at making friends anyway because I know that I'm, I personally I'm quite a massive introvert so and my energy gets spent very quickly and I remember my brother telling me 
beforehand he was like every single person who you see in Freshers Week he was like you've got to be friends like you've got to say hello to as many people as you oh, can wow. he was like these, there's only one opportunity mm. to make these friends he's like go knock on every single door in the block <laughs> okay. and to be fair I did do that quite a lot and it was helpful because then in the corridor the next week they're like oh I remember you you're that one from the first week but it spent my energy extremely mm. quickly um, so how did you guys find that? Um I'm selective. I'm just selective when it comes to people. Not not like harsh, like, oh, you'll be my friend and you won't be. No, it's because it takes a whole lot of energy. And like, yes, I'm like a very extrovert. I love people, but it takes a whole lot of energy away. A lot of times I just want to like curl up in the corner of my room and just chill and be like a ball. And other times I'm like, I'm ready. But um, no, it's, I I think because the, the hall that I was in, like I was living in a, on, a, on, a, on a floor with like, a um, fashion designer, two fashion designers, and the guy who was doing, like, engineering. He was, like, the odd one out, but he was pretty cool. And so I, I kind of just hung around with those guys for a bit, then hung around with, like, everyone else in the halls and then met my crew, who I'm still <laughs> my crew of till this very day. <laughs> and you kind of just stay with those guys, and you kind of, you've you got all the same energy. You've got all the same kind of vibe, and you don't go too off the wall and, and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um... I, because I wasn't super close to my flatmates um, when I moved in, so I did have to try and like, then make the effort to put myself out there, um, and just kind of like see how it'd be received essentially. Um, and I think yeah, I maybe at the, at the beginning I was like, I wouldn't say like, I kind of like wanted to fit in, like kind of like not desperate, but just more like yeah, you know, I wanted to make make they make create a social network for myself and feel comfortable all that kind of stuff so I did I did think I put a lot of energy into it at the mm. beginning um and I have like made some great friendships out of it for sure but um I think it does take a lot of mental mental energy um to like to try and build up a network at university mm. and there's so much pressure because you're essentially living with strangers or like surrounded by strangers and I feel like there's a lot of pressure everyone tells you university is going to be the best years of your life and then you you feel, you feel like you have to make it the best years of your life so you end up like doing all these like you know, doing all these things trying to build up all, like talk to those people this kind of stuff um and that's actually what ended up happening with me for sure yeah. um, no, I put a lot of pressure is. on myself for sure like but I don't yeah. think I necessarily needed to I think a lot of people do. Yeah. You hear that all the time. I remember the first conversation I had with people where actually people admitted that they weren't actually that close with their flatmates. Yeah. There was this weird thing where everyone wanted to seem like they were all, oh my God, we're the best, best friends. friends, we have flat meals, we like do this, we do that. Like, <laughs> Mate. And actually then I was kind of like, I don't really get on with my flatmates. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh yeah, I don't actually really like them very much either. And I didn't know anyone because you've shoved together with yeah, these random yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes was, it works out and sometimes, sometimes it, does. Yeah. it does. And sometimes, you know, you've got one or two people maybe yeah. in your corridor or in, in your flat. Um, which is it's just, oh yeah, it's a strange situation really that you're sort of just with these random people. Um, but I mean, obviously socialising is great. Yeah. You go to university, <laughs> you go clubbing, whatever. Um, how did you guys find when you actually had to start getting down to doing work, which is, I guess, why you're meant to go to university in the first place? Um, uh. Did you feel, was it difficult for you to strike up a nice balance between socialising and doing the actual stuff you had to do? Did, it, did you feel that it took a little bit of time when you first started? Yeah, I, because um, obviously our first year just didn't count. You just had to pass it, right? So then everyone mm. treated it as a bit of a joke. Um, but then what I think happened is that, as in I did all right, I'd say, but then um, it then took me a while because I 
paid more attention to like going out and having fun all this kind of stuff what ended up happening is I felt the effects later on and it took me and it was until my final year that I really found my niche and I found what I was good at and I found my strengths yeah. academically um, and I kind of wish I'd found that early on just because it would have been nice to like have started that in first year and then be, I'd be in a much better place in third year but it took me so long to get there mm. um, academically um, and then in third year I like I was it, it suddenly switched and then I did this one essay and I just got it and then I did it I did in the future the rest of my work I just did it in that kind of same vein I had the same kind of process and I got it and really fit in um so as in I would say like I a part of me wishes I did dedicate a bit more time to work and I know not many people would agree mm. but I think I don't know because I did enjoy the subject at the end of the day and I could have de- dedicated mm. way more time to it it's funny I was literally the complete opposite really and then I, and then I feel like I should have chilled out a bit more my oh, first no. year I was literally like oh I really took it so seriously I'm quite a serious person when it mm. comes to like being I'm, I'm a bit of a teacher's pet I guess I'm like <laughs> I'm just gonna say it um yeah even though you know everyone kept being like B remember like first year does not count and I'd be there like gotta get my essay yeah. done gotta get a first gotta do like every I didn't miss a single lecture I didn't miss a single seminar um and looking back I wish I'd maybe took my foot a little bit right off the, just yeah. occasionally yeah occasionally I could have taken a break <laughs> and maybe not and maybe gone out when I had an essay because it would have been fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then again, I do see, like, I had a lot of friends who then by third year, they were kind of going, yeah. oh, my God, I wish yeah. I'd actually yeah. concentrated. And as well, you you've, we found out that if you're on a cusp of a grade by your third year, That's, they sometimes mm. use your first year to see that you've got, like, a trend. Oh, so if right. you have a, if you were doing, if you have a trend of, uh, of grades or you have a good upwards yeah, thing, yeah, like, true. they kind of take that into consideration sometimes. So people will suddenly go, oh, I wish I'd actually worked. And to be fair, I did really like my degree, so it's not like I wasted mm, time yeah. necessarily, but yeah, I did take it a bit seriously. What um, about you, Jenny? I think I try to balance it all right. Like I when it comes to me learning things, I'm always I, I'm always focused anyway. Because for me, like being in a creative field, I just come off of the whole just starting to enjoy creative like cre- the creatives, the arts. Because I grew up hating arts, not wanting to do a thing about it until oh. mum was like, you need to find something else to do because otherwise you're going to get bored. I was like, I don't want to do arts. She goes, you need to do it. Came to the point, I just stuck with it <clears throat> and then went into uni doing it and I was still kind of, I was still very interested in learning and arts. So I kind of still gone into the first year really just trying to soak up everything in and still having a good balance of um, being social. But the thing is with art anyway, you can be very social with it. You take that spare time out to go to museums, to go to talks. I would still do all of that and then still get stuck into my work. And I think I got more... I became more and more serious in the second and third year because for me it was kind of learning what I wanted my speciality to be in. Mm. And that's when I really focused things. I was like, okay... I need to stop kind of wish-washing and really think about where do I want to take this through. So second and third year is when I really started to really kind of just get into what I wanted to do. Mm. And do you still do, um, like, uh, the work that you do now? Oh, is to this it, very day. Is well, it the still stuff you did I'm, at uni? I'm now a junior graphic designer, so right. I, my mum's going to piss herself laughing at me <laughs> from being like, you didn't want to do art and now you're a junior graphic designer. <laughs> What's going on? So, like, I've always wanted to merge digital arts with like traditional arts and that's always been my thing and now I'm happy enough to say that I'm actually doing that in a professional place that's amazing so yeah it's good yeah. There was, I, I tried to keep that healthy balance of still wanting to do what I was doing and learning at the same time because mm. I guess for me and Anisha I guess 
our degrees were not necessarily, I guess not, not vocational. Uh, yeah. They were kind of... Not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite simply. Not as fun. <laughs> Reading. It's really nice, though, that you're... Yeah, your mum encouraged you to pursue. Yeah, let's art. not give her. Let's not give her too much um, <laughs> credit. Please. I just feel not. like a lot of parents probably wouldn't necessarily do that or be yeah. like as supportive. Hmm. Yeah, it's very true. Um, and I mean, university costs a lot of money. I don't know when you guys actually went to uni if you managed to avoid the nine yeah. grand. Yes. I did. <laughs> oh, just me then. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on my useless degree. Um, but even when you're at university, it's expensive. I guess in London, very oh, expensive. Yes. I was in the north, so I was living my uh, best yeah. life. Woo, woo. Yeah, Everything's so cheap. I was, yeah. I was paying £69 a week on rent. That's Are you what? joking? I know it's it's just it's horrendous, isn't it? Now I think about it, I'm like, what? <laughs> bring me back there. But how? Did I didn't you... need to know that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But even then, the amount of money that you get from student finance still isn't necessarily enough to 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 kind of cover your life, especially when you're in London or when, you, when you're in. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, Cornwall. <laughs> I assume is not that cheap, but it's all right. Yeah. How right. did you find balancing your money, balancing like working out? finances did you know much about finances before you went or did you have to just learn as you went along um so I was trying to learn as I got went along I did stress myself out mentally um so when I first came to uni I still had my old job from before moving to London so luckily I was able to get a transfer so I was working weekends while studying as well just to try and get that money up um and then I stressed myself out because I was reading some article about you need to budget if you want to get through I should not have read articles Mm -hmm. you need to budget to get through uni so I stressed myself out I would like every month put my whole lot of receipts into an envelope and mark them and then make sure I wasn't going over I stressed myself out at one point I just said screw it I'm still working part-time let's just try and get this money up um it was pretty difficult because I was trying to just work too many extra hours um but yeah, I I had to get that money somehow. <laughs> yeah, fund myself way. Mm. Um, I think in my first year it was okay because I was staying on campus and it wasn't too expensive. Um, and then in second year I moved out, um, and it became a lot more expensive, and I had to travel t- like travel, but take the bus to travel into uni. Mm. It like small costs like that add up. I did get a job, but the job, it was working at Clinton Cards, um, <laughs> and I had to. It took, I had to like walk a 20 minute walk to the train station, get the train to Truro, which was the nearest city, um, and then do like a four hour shift or an eight hour shift. But if I was doing a four hour shift, that journey there and back was a quarter of my pay. Um, So I was like, and it got to the point, I think it got to the point after about three or four months, and I was like, it was literally only three or four months, and I was like, this is actually just like, I don't know if this is worth my, like, this is not worth it. It just made me so upset as well. I'd be like, the, like night before I just felt I can't I can't bother like even the just the effort of like walk like walking 20 minutes to the train station getting the the train and then having to like lose that money as well um but I would say what I did re- use was that I had like the free overdraft mm-hmm. which was really handy I know it sounds uh, irresponsible actually essentially it is like 
you it doesn't you don't have to pay interest on it. Mm. You can use it. So if you do go into it, it's not really the end of the world. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I kind of like used a lot. Mm. Um, and student deals. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. deals. There are so many good student deals. I that's, soak that up. Yeah, please just go and literally Google it. There is you can get student deals on pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. I still use them sometimes. Okay. <laughs> that's a lie. I don't do that. I'm joking. Don't joking. Just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> Um, and okay, uh, friendship, socialising—that's kind of the one of the biggest things as opposed as opposed to education and the actual work that you do. Um, do you have any tips for people who are struggling to make friends, or who hate their first year flatmates or corridors, hate the people on their course? I hate's a very strong word. <laughs> Don't get on with the people on their course. What do you think that you should do if you're in that situation? Do you have any tips? Did it happen to you? Um, it didn't happen to me, but one thing that I found really beneficial, I think, I don't know if it's part being a creative, but when I took myself to a lot of events, so like, um, in Box Park used to be the spoken word event, and I think it's still running, um, Talked In, Boxed In, something like that, um, I used to go there a lot, and now you, like, you just, out of conversation, you just meet people, they may not be on the same wavelength or studying the same thing as you, but it's just nice to start a conversation with somebody who might not be at uni, but it's just good to spark up conversations. I just go to, like, different events, and I would just talk to people Mm. there, and then make that same connection, not at the uni, but just elsewhere. I would do that, Mm. if you're too scared of, or if you have nervousness of meeting people at at the campus grounds. Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, like, say, getting hob, getting some hobbies mm. going would be quite useful. Is quite good, even if even if it's on your own. But mm. like, it's something that that you're investing in yourself, which is always a good thing. Um, yeah, and if you and if you do have the confidence to put yourself out there, then try and reach out to other people. It doesn't, and this is the thing: it doesn't have to be like approaching this big group of people to get one person yep. who just makes things a bit better, mm. who you connect with a bit more, and try like. And it, and that, and that might take some time to try and find, but um, yeah, I think it, uh, it can just be really hard though if you just mm. don't get on or like you don't really like who you're with. It's hard difficult. to like pull. You can't really escape, can you? Because no. you can't pull mm-hmm. yourself out of that situation. So it's so difficult. Yeah, it's I, yeah, it's yeah. quite hard. I think what's what was what was definitely my saving grace was university societies. I was right. literally like the poster child for university. <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm such a do everything um but like I joined a whole bunch of societies uh, when I first in the first couple of weeks um and it was my saving grace because mm-hmm. when I f- suddenly realized oh gosh I really don't like my flatmates <laughs> I had already put time into these societies and so I had a fallback and I had a place that I could go because I think it's very easy to when you're in your flat with your people you put all of your effort into that yeah and then if that falls through you're suddenly like oh yeah. I've got nobody, but I was doing th- thousands of things all at once. So I had lots of different, if ever there was a problem with one of the friendship groups, yeah. I had other places that mm-hmm. I could go to yeah. escape that. Um, so I think that's definitely a number one thing if you're going to be, if you're at university and you're struggling. And also, there's no last time, like, there's no perfect time to join. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're in a third year, just join a society. Oh, yeah. Masters, yeah. join a society. Just, there are plenty of people all about. Who are looking for friends as well. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's looking for friends. Everyone's just looking for yeah. a friend. It's all good. Um, and when you uh, eventually graduated, um, how did you find settling into like 
being a graduate, graduate life when you finished? Was it oh, a difficult? I loved it. You loved it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, at the point, because I, I did four years, like, because um, I did a year abroad as well in Canada. Ooh. So I've been four years and I think I was just ready to leave. I was ready to like enter the professional world. Um, but I know a lot of friends who didn't like struggled in that way. Yeah. But I think I was just ready to earn my own money. Mm. That was like a big thing. I was like, I'm just ready to like earn some money, like build, start building a life now, essentially. Um, so I think it, for me, it just came quite easy just because mm. I, my mentally I was there mm. already. It must be nice coming back to a city as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but then, oh, you know what I found really hard? Just going, leaving back with my parents again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, talking about difficult that, housemates. Yeah, no, no. I was like, oh, and like no, nothing wrong with them. Just, it's just different. Like, yeah, it's uh. just different. And it's like, why is that? Why are you putting that fork there? <laughs> <laughs> I made sure that I did not go back home. I was like, there is no way I'm going back home. I'm staying in London. I am not going back by any circumstances. I was nervous. I was excited. I was nervous because it was a fear of the unknown after graduating. You're like, okay, where do I now start? Because there's no, there isn't that immediate like educational support system. Where do I go now? Uh, Do I just apply for any job? What do I do? From an arts point of view, it's very difficult. Like you can't just go to every gallery and be like, oh, here's my work. Pay, buy it, pay for it, take it, help <laughs> yeah. me. It's yeah, so, so difficult. Harder. So you're trying to figure out, it's a sphere of unknown. I was like, I do not want to go back home. Our first thing I'm going to do is find a job, any job that can just, you know, sustain me from finding an, an, a, a house or something and then gradually from there build up on it. But it is difficult as a creative for, to find that that full-time paying job straight away. I think it's different, like, between academic sort of roles because there's always something. But with creative you have to make you have to kind of freelance it you have to make you have to showcase your work you have to start from the ground up so I felt a big fear of the unknown and I just sort of I tried to look for jobs in retail and otherwise that had that sort of creative niche to it so I can kind of get in somehow Mm -hmm. and then find where I get from there yeah gosh tough yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> um, what do you think, looking back now, you've had a bit of time to kind of mull over the years of university. What do you think the hardest thing was over the time while you were at uni? Was there one hardest thing or something that you maybe struggled with? Um, I think for me, it was like mental, like trying to keep my mental health at bay. I think for me, when you do something so personal like art it's so difficult to taking sort of feedbacks criticisms because your people are um people are reviewing your work and it can be you've put your like blood sweat and tears into something for somebody to say oh well I don't like it or I don't understand it and it's not it's not a piece of work for everybody to understand and I feel like it hits you so hard I had like a really hard time trying to think of okay this is just their opinion this is just their opinion this is not the be all end all and it's very hard to fight of okay is this my problem or is this some a problem with theirs mm-hmm. um, so I struggled a bit especially towards final year with mental health that there was an incident where I did like my whole dissertation I I was so super proud of that dissertation but um behind the scenes it was causing such an uproar like people wanted to give it a really low grade and people want to give it a high grade and then once you said well I don't understand what her approach is should she even be doing art I think this is a waste of time and I was like whoa yeah. okay well like you know all the hard work that I put into this that just kind of tore me apart I was like but I was so passionate about this and it's like I feel like it's taking my confidence back a bit yeah. and so I was like you know I'm just going to continue but with artists I just find it so hard but you just have to keep saying to yourself 
art in something in the creative field is just very opinionated. It is not the be all end all and you just continue to do it. As long as you know what the meaning of your work is, you just continue and you do that. Mm. And it kind of turned out at the end of the final year show, the teacher who said these comments about me said to my mum, oh, you should be so proud of your daughter. I'm so happy what you've done. And mum's like, but you were talking crap about her. So why are you trying to be so supportive now when you were the one that wanted to give her a low grade? Go away. That's <laughs> Did, yeah. the, did your university have good provisions for like mental health? Because I know they vary oh. so much up and down the country. No. No. <laughs> no. You do it yourself. Like, my support system was the telephone and my family on the other end. That was my support system. I'd have times where I'd just break down in my room and I'd call my mum. That mm. was my support system. Yeah, because I know, yeah, it's so... I mean, Sheffield had a had a good... Better than most, I think. We have a very strong union, very strong mm. student union. So there's so much advice. When I, when I was in money, had money troubles at uni, there's like money advice services. There's uh, there is a good like mental health, and I got free counselling. Um, but it was still you know a long wait, and you had to be very much like uh, in danger for for them to bump you up and be at the top. Um, but and sadly, that's kind of one of the better universities in the country. Mm. But. Yeah. What about you, Nisha? What was the hardest thing if you had one thing? Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to a place of like, so not as much diversity, and then trying to fit in with people who are very unlike yourself, <laughs> um, and then trying to find people who you can connect with a bit more. I think mm. I definitely struggled with that. Um, and not, I'm not saying like there was a right or wrong way of being, just more like, like, do you mean like there's, I was just used to a very different. Yeah. Um, very different mindset and different lifestyle to the one that I kind of experienced um, going to going to yeah. Cornwall. And how did you find the people who were similar to you? How did you go about doing that? Yeah, I think to be honest, it's just kind of what kind of what I was saying earlier, just like going up and like talking to loads of people as many as kind of talking to as many people as you can and like do you throw throwing everything yeah. out there and they're like picking up the phone and people yeah. like respond <laughs> and everyone else everyone else thinks you're crazy but <laughs> but that's okay um so that that's kind of how I went about it I would and I don't think it was like the easiest process or anything and um but I I definitely think I struggled with that a bit and I think that kind of kind of impacted my self-esteem a little bit and my confidence because I've Sometimes I felt like, oh, maybe I'm the problem. And like now, obviously, like, obviously that's changed a lot and all that kind of stuff. But I think when I was, again, when I was 18, like, you're going and you're feeling quite vulnerable and quite exposed. Um, so I think that's, yeah, that's mm. that was quite a big struggle for me. And um, maybe I don't think that necessarily is going to be everyone's experience because I, cause I, because I went to university that was quite different in that way. Yeah. Um, you and it had its benefits. Like, it was a great uni and it was... Is re- like I don't know anyone who's gone to Corn- Cornwall's beautiful. It's great uni to be like great uni in, te- in that way, and it had loads loads of other stuff going for it. But I think that aspect was yeah. something that was probably quite problematic. Mm. That is definitely something that you have to weigh up, because you could e- just as easily find yourself kind of um, struggling to find your people, as it were. Yeah. When you're in a massive city as well, because mm-hmm. you know that kind of isolation which can happen. And I do think, like, 18, when you actually think about it, it's very young to be going off and going to uni. You think that you're an adult. Yeah. You're not. And also, like, it's interesting. I think my biggest transformation, like, as a person has been just in the last few years. It hasn't been at university, Mm. which I find quite interesting that it wasn't 
I don't know. I just start, I still sat at university, like even until twenty one. I was still quite young. Yeah, okay. I still think that's quite young for for me at least. I had wine whilst I was at uni because I went. <laughs> yeah. I went into uni when I turned. Well, I was in my twenties, so I was early twenty. So I found uni as this, this the discovery of Jenny. Like I was trying to figure out who I was as a person into my into my adult life. So my experience of uni was not so much the educational side. It was more learning about um, this is life at the age of twenty onwards, and this is like this is the social aspect to it to life, and this is who I'm going to become. These are the friends that I'm going to probably make and have for the rest of my life. These are the experiences I'm going to have. So university was more like the university of life of Jenny. This is who I'm going to be here on out. And mm. and even up until this day, I am still learning. And yeah, that 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 was what university was to me. Yeah, like hell, I loved the course and whatever. But it was more like this is who I'm going to be in my adult self. Mm. Yeah, I think university was definitely. I mean, I say it was kind of a big growing up period for me. But then I'm only two years out of it, so I guess <laughs> what else? When else could it have been? But like, there's still more the, to come. Yeah, there's still there's, there's more time. There's more time. But definitely from 18 to 21, there was massive, massive growth. And I don't think, I think I, you know, in terms of not relying on other people's opinions so much, not being so much of a people pleaser. Mm. I think when I first started, I was so shy and timid and um, just kind of being like, ah, be friends with me, <laughs> please, be, please be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and again, as I say, working super, super hard and not kind of taking time to just enjoy myself. And by the end, <laughs> I was kind of running a society and doing, like, managing my workload and being able to not freak out when I got a bad grade on an essay or mm. something. And I know that's all small things, but I don't know. It definitely shaped me. <laughs> um, and, OK, if you had somebody, a fresher, sitting in front of you who's about... I know they've probably gone back now at this point, but who's about to go tomorrow to university, mm. what would be the one thing that you would say to them? Number one tip or number one thing that they need to remember? I'm putting you all on the spot. Do but. not get too drunk, for the love of God, please not get too drunk on that first night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just just be responsible. At the same time, you want to be carefree, be carefree. But yeah, just don't get too drunk so you don't do something stupid. That's foolish. true. You don't want to be that person. You do not want to be that person on day stick. one. Reputations God, stick. Yeah. Nicknames stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually going to say something slightly different to that, but no, I'm just going to say it's it's okay to make mistakes. Like ride the ups and downs, enjoy it for what it is, work hard, play hard, and like it's okay if you fuck up sometimes. But be try and be safe. But like everyone's been there, everyone's had like good experiences, bad experiences. It's all part of the journey. Mm. Yeah, I think I guess something similar. Yeah, things go things go wrong. Yeah, things will go wrong. Yeah. Like you're there for um, kind of a couple of years at least, yeah. And in that time, you will have fights. You'll, yeah. You know, like break up with people, or you'll do, you know, make a mistake. You'll do do a bad essay. You'll, you know, embarrass yourself probably multiple times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally nothing. All no the time. personal experience. No personal experience <laughs> at all. Um, and then I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of societies. Join a society. There's something for everybody. Oh, yeah. Even if you like LARPing or if you like um, live action role play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, 
if you like, and a baking. We had a board game society. Oh, you know, yeah. whatever you want. I'm sure your uni will have it. And if they don't, then start it, and you'll find. If you are struggling to find friends, uh, a common interest is definitely. Or you can do one that you don't even you're not even interested in yet, and go and start yeah. an interest. Mm. I did student radio because I'm incredibly cool, um, and now I work in audio. So you know, it can get you a job. You maybe. don't know where things are going to lead. You don't, never know. Know. don't know. You don't know. Yeah, so you could explore stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Has anyone got any kind of closing thoughts about uni? Do you think it was good? Did you, do you think it was worth it <laughs> that you went? For me, yes. Because I wouldn't, I, from where I was in my life, I didn't know where I wanted to go. So, yes, it was really good for me. And now I'm, I'm here. It's all good, mate. I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was as well. Like, I've learned a lot from it. Um, it's a, it's an experience. <laughs> like I know I've spoken a bit during this where it wasn't always my cup of tea, but um, I won't, I won't say I like regret it necessarily. I've just learned a lot from it. Yeah. Um, I've learned more about myself as well from mm. it. Um, so I think also yeah, I'd say like like don't yeah, I'd say also don't put so much pressure in it though. Like it doesn't if it's not the best experience of your life, there are better years to come. Yeah. Um, and like don't yes, don't like beat yourself up about it. Just go for it see what happens absolutely you don't know you don't know could go it could end up being great could end up being so so could it be again not very great but it's okay like it will pass and you'll move on yeah oh Nisha, <laughs> jenny thank you so much thank you um thank you very much for listening uh, as well and don't forget you can get this podcast wherever you choose to get your podcast you're probably <laughs> listening wherever you'd like it apple podcast spotify soundcloud um and don't forget to follow women of power uk on social media you can get get involved there are events there are other podcasts plenty of other episodes on different topics whatever floats your boat and make sure that you tune in to the next episode because it will be just as good as this if not better thank you so much you two and yeah bye-bye. bye bye bye